Welcome back to Radio Check Podcast listeners. I'm Ranger Keeper. Today, I'm talking with Kathosaurus, who's one of our women rangers from back in the day. She became a ranger in 2001. She's been going to Burning Man for a long time before that with Temple of Atonement. We're going to hear her origin story and her adventures on her road to rangerdom. Enjoy! Radio, 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 check, check, check. I, the reason I'm so hesitant to do this is not because I don't believe in your project, but my stories, they don't always paint the rangers or Borg in the, the kindest light. And I know a lot of people have some rosier glasses, and that's why I'm a little like, hmm, do you, are you sure you want to hear my perspective? Because it's not always nice. Yeah, well, the thing is, this was part of the origin story, is that people have this feeling now like, oh, there's this thing that's built and I have to understand it and walk hesitantly before I can enter into that thing. And missing that part of it's being built and rebuilt and kicked down and rebuilt all the time. And it didn't start as a built thing. It just started with someone coming in and be like, oh, I'm going to try to do this. Or, oh, there's a problem. I'm going to try to make it better. Right. So I'm going to try to do this thing. And sometimes that works. And sometimes that doesn't work and you start again, or you think it works and someone else thinks, no, it didn't work. And got to negotiate that territory or whatever, but it's right. so important and to hear the parts that... Well, you know, but it, it was the wild, wild west back then. I mean, it was, you know? I mean, Ranger, When was your first year? Uh, as a participant, 98. And then as a ranger? Uh, tw- 2001. Okay. In between um, there, isn't that when you went to, um, you went to like leave no trace training or something at rando in the middle of Black Rock Desert <laughs> no, that's that somehow thing, resulted like, in like, oh yeah, I'm going to wear khaki now. Yeah. I mean, really, I didn't know there was a whole process. No one said there was. Um, I was friends with a blue dot, a blue dot. Um, That's a blue dot. And a blue dot is a medical person. We were khaki dots. Medical was a blue dot. Uh, fire was a red dot. Um, and I was friends with the blue dot. He camped in the Temple of Atonement, believe it or not. <laughs> he was into surprise, surprise medical play. And so um, at the Temple of Atonement being the largest BDSM camp on the playa back then, um, it was huge. We were an Esplanade camp, a BDSM wow. camp on the Esplanade for a decade. Amazing. Um, yeah. And so he's like, I really, you know, I got the temple going. I was the... Um, Den Mother from Hell for the Temple of Atonement. I co-ran, you know, the largest BDSM camp on the playa. And I, after a few years, you know, after like four or five years, it was running smooth. And, and I was like, huh, now what am I going to do? And this guy was like, oh, you should go be a ranger. You'd be really good at that, cat. And I was like, oh, okay, great. I'll go be a ranger. So I got, I like tech. I emailed somebody and said, Hey, I'm, I'm going to be a ranger now. And they're like, okay. And they put me on all calm. Um, just like that. Like this is like, like three event between the year when you're like, TOA is doing great. So I'm going to go to this thing. January. And- wow. They, they put me on all calm. Cause I was like, Oh, Hey, I want to be a ranger now. They're like, okay, here, this is where we all go. And so I went to all calm and then this call went out and it was like, Oh, um, everybody should go do leave no trace. Cause we have to show Nevada that were cool. So, cause that was still when we were going to the, the, especially the kids in the Bay area and it was close ish. Right. We would be asked to get on a bus and go to Carson city to protest, to go to these protests that we were having 
at the state capitol so we were begging nevada not to kick the event out wow and that was yeah. like anyone involved in burning man who can yeah help anybody out, please come do the thing and that went out on all con and you're like i can do the thing if you've got a timeout on the on a monday at three o'clock please come <laughs> what yeah i never heard of that so like <laughs> so so this all calm call went out and was just like oh well we should all go do this leave no trace thing and so i was like oh okay so you want me to go shit in a ziploc baggie <laughs> up in the, to become a ranger <laughs> and burning man up in the mountains and i was like okay all right i should go do that then and so i went and signed up for that and then i didn't own a car back then because i grew up in the bay area you don't have to own a car Right. Um, and so I was like, well, shit, I got to get a ride out there. And then somehow I got on a list with some um, Leave No Trace people that were also going to this event. And they're like, yeah, oh, you, you live in Oakland? Perfect. We can come grab you. I'm like, sweet. Awesome. I'll have, you know, I'll go to my mom's and I'll make like two batches of cookies. <laughs> and then I got in the car with my two batches of cookies. And these guys are like, oh, we, we drug test at work. We can't eat your we, we can only eat the cookie that doesn't have weed in it. And I'm like, no, I made like chocolate chip oatmeal and like snickerdoodle. Like I, like, I'm your mom. I'm your mom. I'm not your I'm drug like buddy. I'm cookies and here they are. Cause like I got some gas money, but I'm, I am bringing something to your, our drive. Um, so I remember showing up in like church in Gerlach or something, or maybe the library. I don't know where we were. We were in like a, a room, a big room like a church room or a community center thing. Yeah, there's a community center. In your life. And I walk in and it is a sea of Boy Scouts and dads. You know, with the uniforms and the, the bandolero and the... Like real Boy Scouts. Yeah, like Boy Scouts. Organized Boy Scout. Okay. Yeah, like, like real Boy Scouts. And so then I was like, oh. And then in the corner, there were these like tattooed, purple-haired <laughs> freaks. And I was like, oh, those must be my people. That's for me, yeah. That's, that's where I go. And I'm not going, they wouldn't let me anywhere near the Boy Scouts. Like, that's, that's my people over there. So I walk over there, and they're like, well, who the hell are you? And then I was like, oh, I'm Kathosaurus. I'm a ranger. And then it was Crow, and it was Haggis. Oh, my gosh. It's too funny. No and way. they were like, the hell you're a ranger? Who the fuck are you? <laughs> like, we don't know you. We know every ranger. We do not know you. They're like, well, how did you even hear about this? I was like, on Allcom? And they're like, who the fuck put you on Allcom? And I'm like, I don't know. You know like, Honest, I didn't know. I didn't know anything. And somehow I managed to get, and then I was just there. And so I hang out for the weekend, shitting in a Ziploc baggie with Haggis and Crow. And there's probably like 20 people. Maybe a few more. It wasn't all Burning Man people. There were some Nevada horsemen that showed up. It's a huge organization. There were a couple like ATV, Nevada ATV group. There was a dad and his son, um, and they showed up also, but they just weren't uh, scout people. And I, I, mean, I had a great time. It was awesome. But I also grew up in a camping family. I'm like fourth generation Boy Scouts of America. Right on. My great grandfather, my grandfather, my dad, my brother, they're all Eagle Scouts. So that's so funny that then with that in mind, you walk into this room full of Boy Scouts and you're like, oh, kind of my people, but not actually my people. I went over there. The first thing I did when I got home from that trip was I called my dad and I was like, I earned a Boy Scout merit badge this weekend. And he was like, what? I was like, I got a patch and I got a 
certificate. And I'm like, and I earned the scout badge. And he was like, that's awesome. And I'm like, I know. I was so, I put it in our kitchen. I put it on the wall. I was so excited that I had like somehow managed in my weirdness to, to earn a scout badge, you know? Keeping the family um, tradition alive. It's right. And so, so, wait, so like, all that was before the event happened. Like you joined in, yeah. you joined Alcom in January, you heard about this thing, you went to Carson City and then you went out to the middle of the desert. Right. And got in a car with some uh, weirdos from, from um, Leave No Trace, uh, Earth Guardians. That's what, it, they were the Earth Guardians and those guys were fucking weird. But I got in their car because I'm like, well, shit, they're burners. I mean, back then, like burners were cool. You know, I wouldn't, I don't know if I'd say that now. <laughs> that was just like, if you were a burner in, in 2000, in 1998, if you said you were a burner, then that meant immediately that you were like, okay, this person's legit. You know, because it wasn't, the president wasn't on, you know, the worldwide national stage talking about Burning Man, you know, you had to know somebody to know somebody. So Cathasaurus had to jump through a lot of hoops and they weren't easy because it's not like there was one centralized website at that time. So she went through all those things and ended up at a ranger orientation meeting or a ROM. That's a training. This is about her experience at the ROM. I went to the ROM and I remember because I'd, already, I'd met Crow and Haggis, I was like, oh, well, those dudes are rangers and I'm going to this ranger training. So I should get a ride with them because I was living in San Jose at the time. And so I called them up and they're like, yeah, um, you have to, if you've got gas money, you can ride with us. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so they picked me up in San Jose. We went like somewhere else in Santa Cruz. I think, I th oh, he's like get mad at me for saying, I think we went to Haggis's grandma's house to ask for money for cigarettes <laughs> or gas or both. Um, <laughs> I remember we went. Was um, this the one that was like a camp out? Uh, Crow and Haggis had some land up in Zion. No, I, I, that wasn't the Langham Ranch. That was, okay, no, yeah. no, no. I went to parties up there later. But, um, but yeah, I'm, Lord knows. I mean, this, I haven't slept since then, but I don't, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> and so we, I went to the playa with, with Crow and Haggis. Um, we went, we met a bunch of people in uh, Sil Silver City. Does that, right? What's Silver Springs? Silver? Yeah, yeah. Or the, whatever the first city you hit when you leave California into Nevada. We hooked up with a bunch of people for dinner there. They were coming from all over. And it was Smiley, um, Grog, uh, a, a bunch of people like that. And then we went and camped out Friday night where Tokyo had been the year before, because they had it on the GPS, but that was when your GPS was like this big, you know? And we went and camped there, and I, I was so like, I mean, I grew up backpacking, so even just the whole idea of the Burning Man, like, these people are bringing a fucking couch with them to go camping, <laughs> where like, I could fit everything I owned in like a, a you know, a backpack. Um, I mean, I was counting ounces. Um, yeah you know like to get there um the and they're counting cases of beer and so I, I remember one of my um temple of atonement campmates laughing because he was like oh cat yeah she just fucking digs a hole 
and like sleeps in a hole on the playa and then like crawls out, you know, <laughs> like, but they were teasing me because I had a bivy. I mean, I had like a one person tent, like a little cocoon yeah. one, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I, mean, I didn't have a fucking palatial like bullshit like these guys did. And I remember that first ROM I went to, the, the playa ROM. Um, I mean, I think there were only, I think there was only one ROM back then. I could be wrong. There probably was one in San Francisco too. Yeah. Okay, but I mean, like people, like people flew out from all over the country to go to that one. I don't, I don't, I, I think that was still before you were having like them all over the place, or maybe you were just starting to. But um, yeah, <laughs> I remember being like, well, I don't. It's we're go, we're gonna sleep on the playa for two nights, like whatever. I don't want to bring a bunch of shit that I gotta clean and whatever. So I just went to our garage and I cut off like a big piece of plastic like, off, a, <laughs> off a fucking roll like some bisqueen and I and I brought my sleeping bag and I'm like sweet I'm done you know and and I'll I don't know like I probably brought some granola bars and like whatever like I wasn't I, was, I mean I didn't start like pretty princess camping until I started camping with Bustin and Joe and in, in Molten yeah. Joe and all those crazy people. So I had this piece of bisqueen and we went to dinner and I met all these people and they're all talking about the hot springs and whatever. And I'm like, okay, whatevs. And, and we, we went and I remember sleeping and then I woke up in the morning and Haggis sat me down and he's like, so I need to talk to you. And I was like, okay. Cause like, Every single, single guy in that group had already hit on me at that point. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm good. I don't need to go out to the hot springs with you. Yeah, I'm good. Thanks, <laughs> dude. But I remember, <laughs> I remember Hag being like, okay, so I had a nightmare last night that you had um, suffocated in your sleep on this plastic, <laughs> that you cocooned up in this huge piece of plastic in your sleeping bag, and that you had suffocated in this plastic. And it was, and it freaked me out so bad. And I, and it was such a real dream. I got up out of bed and checked on you to make sure you were still breathing because I was just sleeping out on the ground out near everybody's tents, like whatever. And he was like, I'm not hitting on you. I promise I will not touch you, but I need you to sleep in my tent tonight because this isn't working for me. (laughs) (laughs) Got it. Check. I will put the plastic away. Sorry for your nightmare and getting up out of your bed in the middle of the night. That's really sad. And then that Saturday, that playa rom, I met Molten Joe because he had flown in from Texas to go to that event. Mm. I met, I met Bustin. Nice. I met Bustin that night, uh, day, um, Haggis grabbed me and he's all, dude, we're going out to the hot springs. You should come with us. And I was like, uh, I don't want to go with, it's just a couple of people. Cause at that point there were, I, I might, I was probably one of the very first non-girlfriend single women Rangers yeah. back then. I mean, yeah, there were, there were a remember- handful, but, but not a lot. Yeah. And do so, you remember other women going to that rum, or do you remember seeing other? Yes, women but they were all girlfriends. Already um, partnered up. Yeah, they were all partnered up with 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 their person. Um, <laughs> I remember, I remember Virgin Mary being there, um, and I remember her being topless, and I remember all the guys just freaking out, and I was like, wow, there are a bunch of fucking twelve year olds. <laughs> 
do these guys go to Burning Man? Do have they seen tits before? Like this is really interesting. But I also I I am a I am an engineer. I am a double E. Um, I'm an electrical engineer. I have been in that boys club for a long time. Yeah. Um, you know, I knew what it meant to hang out with a bunch of socially awkward men. You know, I mean, I, that was my life then. What is the significance Lester. of you meeting Bustin in 2001 at the first Plyrom? Oh, okay, well, so so had this was like, hey, we're going out to this plot. We're going out to the um, hot springs. There's a bunch of us going, a couple different cars. You should come with. And I was like, oh, okay, sure. That that I will do. And um, and so he's like, well, I'm not riding, bitch. So you scoot in because it. I was jumping into a suburban with a bench seat. You sit in the middle, and I was like, all right, dude, whatever. And I got in, and that was that was Bustin's car. That was, that was his suburban. That was the original Ranger <laughs> suburban. <laughs> logoed up with all the lights and everything and and that's when i met bustin and i i hopped in there and this for folks who don't know you this is the beginning of the happily ever after story right you and bustin are married you live in texas you have two kids you're in the pta (laughs) i live in texas with him with two kids we've been married 11 years um yeah i mean kind of crazy um but i i mean i so we went out to hot springs and did all the stuff and and, and I came home and I was just like, oh, okay. And then Bustin called me on my cell. And I was like, dude, which one were you? Um, <laughs> well, because let's be real. I remember um, uh, Tony Danza. Do yeah. You yeah, totally. Remember, Steve and Tony Danza. Yeah, yeah. Tony Danza was always like, I mean, let's be, she, she made some joke one time about like, oh, yeah, it's another you know, 40 year old guy dressed in khaki that I'm supposed to remember his name. They all look the same. And I was just like, (laughs) (laughs) anyways, so I was just like, dude, which one were you? You were the one that went with the vehicle that had all the stickers on it. And he's like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, uh, and he's like, yeah. So, you know, Hey, do you want to go out sometime? And I was like, uh, I want to say that one of the guys said you had a girlfriend. I mean, I think Crow might have been living on fucking Bustin's couch at that time. That's possible. Maybe Digger's couch, but close enough. No, he lived on Bustin's couch for a while. We did too. Oh, yeah. The green leather one. (laughs) Yeah, that that one came out to the playa too. That's a whole other story. (laughs) But anyway, so I was just like, I thought one of the guys said you had a girlfriend. And he goes, yeah, I've got one. But, you know, it's cool because, you know, you can't pull in Temple of Atonement and everything's cool with you guys like that, right? And I was like, yeah, actually not. Um, I'm good. Uh, pretty sure I didn't give you my number. Pretty sure you can lose it. And uh, yeah, have a good time. And I hung up on him. <laughs> it doesn't paint him in very nice light. Um, he did ask me out. So that was the first time he asked me out in eight years of us rangering together and living. I mean, we lived like a half an hour drive from each other. We only saw each other on the playa and at like a ranger event. We never hung out, um, you know, even though we lived like a half an hour away from each other, we just didn't. Um, in eight years, he asked me out uh, four times. <laughs> I turned him down every time. Um, and then that last time he sat me down and I will remember we were on a ranger shift. I was being his um, radio bitch. 
Um, he was OOD for like, you know, 24 hours and, and he had like four radios and six channels and, you know, like, ah, some things never change. No, exactly. And we were, we were sitting out, I think it might've been the waffle year, the, the temple that looked like the Belgian waffle. Yep. Yeah. And, and we were out there in a, in the Ranger vehicle and it was dawn, just dawning and we were hashing it out. It got quite ugly and heated. A discussion and this guy comes over in this pink fluffy bathrobe just stinking like patchouli and he was like hey man I'm just out here at the dawn and I'm and I'm off I'm giving out hugs and y'all look like you need like a hug and I was just like what I was just like dude I'm good we don't need any hugs um, but thank you for offering me out of work. We're good. We're good. Thanks. And, and then he was like, and he made his way around the whole entire, you know, art piece and then came back to us again. And he's like, so I've been thinking about you. And I still really think that you guys just, you just look like you need some hugs. And I was just like, I am arguing with this man on whether he and I should actually date in real life because this isn't real life. This is the playa and the playa is different than real life. And this would, he and I would never work there. And he seems to think that this is going to happen. And I am telling him that it isn't. Is that what you really think this hug needs? <laughs> it's just like, uh, yeah, okay. I'm good. Y'all have a really good day, man. I think, you know, maybe you just, if you get some breakfast, I think everything will go your way. And I was all, thanks. Thanks, stinky, pink bathrobe, fuzzy, patchouli stinking hippie. Love you. Mean it. Thanks so much. Um, bye. Bye-bye. But yeah, so I mean, yeah, eight, eight years. It took us eight years to go on one date. And the rest is history. So in 2001, when you were, first year you were a ranger, do you remember anything about your rangering experience? From yeah, I, rem I remember going... I remember showing up and I was like, hey, here's HQ and I'm ready to go on my like training shift, you know, and nobody wanted to deal with me and nobody was ready to deal with me. They were like, oh, uh, yeah, okay. And so like Tulsa put on a, a vest on me and um, had some fringe on it and was really trash. And, and he and I walked around for about an hour together and then he was all, oh, yeah, okay, well, cool. So now you're a ranger. And I was, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay, because I it was just like so informal, you know, which yeah. was fine. I'm not a very formal person. So I was in there's that. no, there wasn't like, well, mentoring has to work like this. Here's oh, 10 gosh. steps. And I think you're supposed to have two, but nobody else wanted to deal with me or maybe, well, no, because nobody would have known me then. So I mean, they, they would have said that after they knew me, but when they, no one knew me yet. So they were like, oh yeah, you're good. You're a girl. We need more girls. And then I, all of a sudden I was a ranger, you know, like. Do you remember what he said to you? Like, was it just walking around with Tulsa? He was just hanging with Tulsa. Tulsa, come on, you know Tulsa. He's so quiet. Um, <laughs> that's what I'm, that's you know, kind of like, what I wanted to point out. <laughs> he's not going to like talk a lot. You Did know? he just let you talk um, for an hour and he went, well, you seem sane and talkative. <laughs> exactly. And you're a girl. I need more girls. You know, like that's that's how Tulsa ruled. You know, plus like I, one of the things that 
most attracted me to Justin in the very, very beginning was that like he and I liked all the same Rangers. And so like I knew, I knew that he had his head on straight or that we would get along. If that makes sense. Yep, totally. Yeah, I think the the Ranger world was small enough at that time that you could actually do that, right? You're like, oh, here's 10 people I'm friends with or I want to get to know better. Like, yeah, I know all those 10 people. Oh, gosh, yes. Um, Bob, Badger, Tadpole, Integra, Rocket, Bustin, me. Yeah, that was my pre-camp. That was the ranger camp, right? You you still were, were you in, you made like no drama camp at Gigsville. Oh, right. So like, I, I, at, that, at that point I was waitressing in, in Palm Springs. That's where I was living. I was living in Palm Springs and waitressing. And they would, um, they were all too glad to get rid of me during August, which is the hot season for Palm Springs. And the, you know, no one, they had no, there were no shifts because there were no tourists because it was so hot. And so, um, I mean, I would go to the playa for like three weeks, which back then was, was odd. Not a lot of people did that. So can Uh, you talk about how, like your mentoring experience was walking around with Tulsa for an hour, you you just kind of hung out and then you were a mentor and then you were creating the women of khaki inside of the Rangers, looking around and seeing like, there are not very many women here at all. And this is a need. Well, I mean, it's. Uh, it, I started the women of khaki because I was angry, um, with the way we were treated in this boys club. And I just thought it was bullshit. I mean, I'll be honest, it was bullshit. And, um, the last straw for me personally was when one of the Rangers had got on the list and it's like, there was some participant that burned his hands up and he's like, Oh, come on, ladies, you know, like, come on, ladies in khaki, um, somebody give this guy a hand job, you know, blah, blah, blah. He really needs it. And it's really, um, you know, he deserves it because he burnt his hands. And I was like, you know, that's, that's fucking it. I've had enough of this shit. That was on all con. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. And so, and, and as more women were joining the Rangers, every time one of us or three of us got together over a burn barrel, over somebody's kitchen, over drinks somewhere. We were talking about the bullshit interactions we were having, the bad dates we were having on shifts. I, I mean, I, I know yours, Keeper, when some, with someone you introduced you as, as his date. Yeah, you know, like, totally. That was at Flipside, but, it, but that was a ranger shift I did at Flipside, I want to say, 2000 five maybe yeah, partnered up like why don't you go teach these guys and things walk around whatever we ran into some friends oh this is my date for the evening keeper and I about lost my mind no I mean it and it was every time and every time like um I I mean god the first time the first ranger director I even Bogman um you know the that rum that we were talking about I showed up I was super excited we went to Bruno's to have some drinks and he sat me down at the bar and was just like, if you are here to fuck your way around my boys, you can get in your car and leave. Wow. And, and I'm like, okay, so this is where we're at. And so very a little different than like awkward electrical engineers. <laughs> eh, but at the same time, it's me. Come on, y'all. I mean, yeah, like... <laughs> 
Okay, so you, so I, but I didn't even know who that guy was at that right. moment. I didn't know who he was. And so then me being me, very loudly, I told the entire bar and him that he could go fuck himself and that um, he'd be so lucky if I joined his organization. And I remember getting my drink and I went and sat down and I remember Grog um, going like, do you know who that is? And I was like, I don't give a fuck who that guy is. And then he's like, that's the ranger director. And I was like, well, he can still go fuck himself. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I mean, this is, I knew what I was walking into. You know, I, I you know, I knew, I knew. Um, you knew inside, but the part that's always inspired me so much is that you didn't just see and say, oh, this is how it is. And therefore that's how it's going to be. You saw it. And then you're like, I need a place to talk to my girls. Yeah. And, and I, so I talked to these women that were having these interactions and I was just like, can't, can't we have our own list? Can't we have our own thing? You know, like, can we have somewhere we can actually chat and figure out how we want to do this, how we can make this a little better? Cause this is our vacation. Mm -hmm. So what she saw was an old boys network, but it wasn't that everybody out there was in the old boys club. There were still ways to have fun. Then she went out on a really awesome shift with Ranger Sassy. Do you remember Ranger Sassy? Yeah, totally. Yes, yes. yes totally. Sassy. I went on a shift with Sassy one time and he, there was a, a land dispute, you know, all of what, like three feet that these people were fighting over. And he walks in with this like water bottle and he like opens it up and he's like, do you know, this isn't working for me. Um, I'm on my vacation and I think you are all on your vacations and we just need to act like we're on our vacations because this isn't working for me. So you just need to fix it. And I was just like, fuck yes. You know, like why do I have to fucking babysit these people? And, and that was my whole thing. Like I, and, and also why I don't think I made a very good ranger. Um, I certainly couldn't do it now. Good Lord. There's so many rules. Um, but back then, you know, I'd just be like, fuck you. I'm not here to babysit your shit. I'm not here to tell you that you shouldn't do something because you might hurt yourself. This isn't fucking Disneyland. This is the goddamn playa. Did you read your ticket? I used to have a t-shirt, you know, back in the day when the, that's the thing too. Like swag has gotten so crazy. Like back in the day, if you made a t-shirt, you, you, that meant you got some iron on letters and you made a t-shirt, you know? And I used to have a t-shirt that said, read your fucking ticket. And it was on, I made it with, with iron on. I made that shit. Read your fucking ticket. Cause I'd just be like, I'm not here to babysit your shit. Um, not your real mom. No heavens. And, and you know, like that, I was, I considered myself a docent. That's really what I did. I was a docent. Um, I, I am a night owl. That is, I am a nocturnal saurus. Um, and, and I would just like go to these. And a lot of the times I would, I'd be like, oh, I don't need a partner. Yeah, I'm good. Cool. I'm just going to, yeah. Woo -hee. And I'd run and I'd have my radio and I'd stick it in my, in my water pack and I would go dance um, in the back of like the biggest, loudest camp that was going off that night. Because if you have a problem, you come to the back. And I would be in the back, and then I'd pull my radio out, and I'd, and I'd call up and be like, oh, there's somebody that's hurt, or somebody needs something. But, like, I wasn't there to, like, wander around the city and tell you you're doing it wrong. Like, I don't give a fuck how you do it. That's your show. Um, as long as your show isn't bothering other people's shows, then 
And if you're going to be offended by it, then fucking move. I, you know, like, I, I don't know that again, that's me. I used to do a lot of stick duty because I liked it because I didn't have to wander around and everybody came to me. And then I got to see so many people because back then, you know, there wasn't, it wasn't 75,000 billion people. It was just like a couple thousand, you know, like it wasn't so intense. Um, and people, everybody went to the man. And so I would do stick duty and I'd just hang out there. You know, I like to range her in front of HQ a lot. Cause I'd just be like, I'd sit in my, again, I'm lazy. So I'd sit in my like chair out in front so that they, they couldn't get to the real rangers doing the real ranger thing, you know, and I'd sit out in front and like field pretty much pushing people back onto the playa. I, I remember one That's time, not a real problem. Uh, it's totally fine. You should go to Burning Man. Well, you know, I'm just like, I remember one time this guy comes up and he is just covered in blood. I mean, just blood so much so that I couldn't figure out where it was coming from and what, but he was walking. And so I'm all, dude, how you doing tonight? And, and he's like, Oh, I, I just got attacked by this mob of zombies and they were trying to eat my brains. <laughs> and this green dot had come over. He came running over and he was like standing right there ready. Well, I think, and I was like, dude, I got this. And I'm like, fuck. He goes, yeah, I took some shrooms. They're coming on. This is fucking intense. And I was all, dude, shrooms are not being attacked by a mob of zombies. It's fucking intense. They were trying to eat your brains. And he's like, yeah, they were. And I was like, yeah, that's fucking crazy. He goes, it really was. And I was like, yeah. And I grabbed a thing of water. I've sent the very helpful green dot. I was like, dude, go get me water. And he came and brought me water. I was like, opened up the water, handed it to him. I was like, if you're still freaking out in an hour, come back and see me. I was like, right. really, I think, you know, like that, that was fucking intense. That would have been intense regardless, you know, like you're good. And he's like, all right, cool. Thanks, man. And I was like, yeah, you know, like go. Like, I, I don't think, I don't know if that was always the best way to do that. I mean, well, it kind of comes from that ethos of you want to, Give them the experience that they want to have or need to have, well, right? If something yeah. is super broken, I'll make radio call for you. Right. I mean, like, I remember sitting just laughing our asses at. Do you remember that year that they had the 45 degree angle, like, fucking wedge? And then just like, Phew. yeah. And I remember being out there with, like, a handful of rangers. And we were just laughing our asses off. And this guy comes over just so irate. And he was like, I am a doctor. And this is dangerous and you need to stop it right now you need to get on that radio and and make this end and i'm just like dude you need to fucking get a life and go somewhere else i'm just like i'm sorry i'm like i'm here with my radio you're absolutely right and when someone does integer themselves which is probably going to be in the next like minutes um i'll call it in but you know what these are grown-ass adults and they can fucking take care of their own. And if they want to go and have this experience, then that's on them. That's not on you. You need to just take a deep breath. And like, if this installation is upsetting you, move. <laughs> you know, like, but again, I'm not sure that that's, I, I, I don't know if that was very good rangering or not. I was more <laughs> just like, Fuck, just take a deep breath. We're all on vacation. That was great. Is, that's great rangering. It's not interfering. And there were a shitload of medical calls from that installation. Oh, hello. There were like fucking <laughs> sheets and sheets. Dozens upon dozens. No, it was fantastic. <laughs>
Those are great memories. We hope you've enjoyed walking down memory lane with us in Cathasaurus. We're going to be back next week with her to talk about the origin of Women of Khaki Group, the 2005 Women of Khaki calendar, and some more great stories that are sure to bring a smile. See you then. Radio, 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 rad